This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Mets stink. They lost three out of four. Who cares? I'm off the overnights after tonight, baby. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, I'm excited. The Mets are pathetic. I mean, I don't know how many more ways we could say it. And we'll get to the Yankees as well as the Yankees win a series. I told you. I mean, my goodness. Sal Stradamus. Sal Stradamus with the Yankees. Sometimes I'm just so darn proud of myself. Tonight is one of those nights. Ooh, you're going to get a special version of me tonight. I'm fired up. Five hours of the overnight, the final one for me. After two and a half years of full-time overnights, plus doing overnights regularly since 2018, at least one or two a week. I'm moving on, so I'm excited about it. But I did tell you that you know, the Yankees were going to be just fine. We know that. And the A's stink. I understand that as well, but... And they lose the game to the A's. Everybody wants to freak out, and then they go out there and win the series anyway. And you watch, they're going to win. You know, a bad weekend for the Yankees against the Cardinals will be winning two out of three. A bad series for the Yanks is winning two out of three. Oh, maybe they'll get going. Maybe they'll actually sweep the series next week. Bad for the Mets is next level. And that's where we're going to begin the show tonight at 877-337-6666. I want to hear from you guys. They're pathetic. This is one of the worst seasons. Actually, no, let me rephrase that. This is the worst season in the history of the Mets' pathetic franchise. The worst. I've said it time and time again. The expectations versus results. That's what makes things good or bad. Right? Like the Yankees in 2017, the expectations weren't there at all. And they go out there and get to Game 7 of the ALCS. Great season especially when you think about the expectations. This year, the expectations for the Mets were to, at the very least, be a playoff team that shouldn't be that difficult with the highest payroll in the sport by far. With the expanded postseason, not only are the Mets not going to be in the postseason, their season is done before July 1st. How is that even possible? How is that possible? Even the most negative of Mets fans would have drawn up a season and said, look, all right, they're not going to be any good this year. They'll be, you know, they'll win, they'll win 81 games. They'll be a 500 team. That would have been bad. This is un-freaking-believable how pathetic they are. The same players that won 101 games last year are on pace to lose 90 games this year for a franchise that has made the postseason in consecutive years twice 99 2000 15 and 16 that's it this was supposed to be the beginning 
of a sustained, successful run with a new owner. And this is not on the owner. He's done everything he possibly could to put this team in position to win. It's on the lousy players that can't figure out a way to win a lousy baseball game. You know they're blowing that game. Scherzer, oh yeah, up 2 nothing. What can, and I said it in the SMY newsroom in the third inning. How are they going to blow this one tonight? Sure enough, Scherzer gives up a two-run game-tying homer. Then they hand it over to the bullpen. What did you think was going to happen? And then Sterling Marte can't buy a hit. He's another one. We get on Lindor. Lindor's not the problem. If Francisco Lindor's your biggest problem with the way he's performing this year, that's a good thing. He's not their biggest problem. By a long shot. Sterling Marte's a big problem. A guy who was an all-star for him a year ago who's had zero impact on the team this year. Time to go. Bye-bye. See you, Starling. Appreciate last year. Hopefully they can find a taker. Pay down some of that salary. Dump Starling Marte. Jeff McNeil has been awful. He's been awful. He does. If Jeff McNeil's not in 320, he provides nothing. And then Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. And Scherzer broke my heart. You broke my heart, Scherzer. I loved him. I mean, I hated him when he was at the Nationals crushing the Mets. But I love the acquisition of Max Scherzer. They needed him. That attitude, that competitiveness, that fire, the gumption. I love Max Scherzer. He was disappointing last year when it mattered the most in Atlanta. And then again against the Padres in a wild card. And then this year, he's been up and down and mostly down. And then you hear some of the reports yesterday. Well, yeah, Scherzer and Verlander would be open to go to play for a winner. They want to win. Max Scherzer wants to win. He'd be open to go play for a winner. Oh, oh, really? So this is the Mets' fault? No, guess what? You're, Max, you are the reason the team is a losing team. You and you too, Justin. Both you guys. You want to go play for a winner? You're supposed to be the reason this team is winning. And you're not. Both of you. Scherzer dating back to last year and Verlander this year. So that's rich. Oh, we want to go play for a winner. Yeah. The Mets signed you to make them a winner. And I don't care what you did before. Here, you've been losers. And again, I like both those guys and was on board with both the signings. But let's not make this like this is a Mets organizational problem. That is not the case anymore. Steve Cohen knows what he's doing. And one way or another, sooner or later, he's going to figure it out. He's learning as he goes here. And he was left with really minimal choices to how to fix this mess. So he had to throw a lot of money at guys who were proven before, like Scherzer and Verlander. Would it kill them to do their job for a year or two? You get a 4-1 lead, you can't hold on to it against the Braves? Season was over at that point. And again, Scherzer going back to last year. So I don't want to hear about, oh, he wants to play for a winner. You're part of the problem. The biggest part of the problem, why this team is not a winner. So good luck going elsewhere if somebody else wants to take you on. See ya. I was torn on this team because they have too much talent and because we saw them have success a year ago. I still believed that there was going to be a run in them. How could it be that you're going to be that far back of all these subpar teams in the National League? How can you not make at least a little run? 
I've seen the worst of Mets teams make it interesting until August or through August even. I've seen it. Bad teams, lousy teams, no chance. They make it interesting through August. This team's going to be done before July. So I wanted to hold out hope and believe. They have made it impossible. They win a game. They look good with David Peterson, with all the home runs a couple of nights ago. The owner comes out and speaks on Wednesday, and they have lost two games in a row and lose three out of four yet again. They go the entire month of June without winning a series. They didn't win a series in the entire month. How's that possible? Even the crappiest teams win a series. They couldn't even split this series. Couldn't even split a four-game series, which would have been bad enough. They've got a win series. Not split. It would have been bad enough. They can't even do that. So I don't need four or five weeks to get to the deadline. I know that they're dead. Time to sell. And here's the most important part of this whole thing. It's not time to sell just because they're not having a good season. It's time to sell because they need to break up the rotten core of this team. Now, when you look at it, Brandon Nimmo's not going anywhere, and nor should he. Francisco Lindor's not going anywhere, nor should he. I don't believe they're going to move on from Pete Alonso. Alvarez, Beatty, these guys are going to be here. But you look at Starling Marte, I would even throw in Jeff McNeil. You, you look at, obviously, Scherzer and Verlander. That's a big part of it. I don't care who pitches the rest of the season. Figure it out and move on from those two, or at least one of the two. Whichever one's got the most trade value, see ya. You don't need both of them. They got to break up the construction of the core of this team. Because what if they don't and run it back again next year? What do you think? The result's going to be different? No way. You can't say, well, last year was great. This year was the aberration. And we'll see if they can get back to form next year. Absolutely not. They should have. We've learned our lesson here with this organization dating back to the 2007 collapse. They made a mistake not breaking up that core at the time. It's time to change the entire look of this team, as best you can. Like I said, there are certain investments. That, I mean, Nimmo, Lindor, those guys aren't going anywhere. And I can't imagine they would move on from Alonzo. Although, I got to be honest with you. If they said they were going to, for whatever reason, I would not be opposed to it. I love Pete. I think he's going to be, when all said and done, the greatest position player in Mets history. But you know what? Maybe they could do better. Maybe they could build differently and do a little bit better with a more complete, well-rounded play. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to knock Alonzo. I'm just saying when it goes this bad, when it's this bad after what we saw last year, when it turns this bad that soon, significant changes need to be made. And it doesn't mean firing Billy Epler or Buck Showalter, which we know is not going to happen this year. It means the players. Those are the guys who aren't getting the job done. That is where the Irish should be. Years past, you want to get on ownership for not bringing in good enough players? Understood. You want to get on ownership for not spending enough? They go quantity over quality? You want to talk about the infrastructure, the entire organization, the minor league system, whatever, that's fine. 
It's different now. You cannot blame the owner for what is happening here. He did his part. He's done all he could do. As he said the other day, he can't go out there and hit and pitch. And by the way, neither could the guys he's paying to do that. But that's not his job. His job's to invest in the team, and he's done that better than anybody. The Mets may have one of the worst teams in the league, but they have the best owner because he's invested the most in his product. He's not a baseball guy. He's the first to tell you that. It's not his fault. You can blame the players, and you can blame the guy that brought in the players. And maybe picked some of the wrong guys, whether it's leaving Nate Valdi out there, whether it's leaving J.D. Martinez out there. And again, it's easy to look back and second guess, but that's his job to first guess those the right way. Otherwise, you have bad results, and they've had bad results. But you blame the players first for not getting it done, especially these players because they have a proven track record, the majority of them. But make no mistake about it. This isn't just a bad season. This isn't just, oh, here we go, typical Mets again. This is the worst season. At least the first half of the season. You want to say 2007 collapse was bad? You know, that was obviously the ending was the worst. And then 2008, they tried to give it a nice run, but it didn't quite compare to that collapse of 2007. But off of last year, with the payroll, with the expectations, This is by far the worst start to a season. And if it ends like like it started, and I have no reason to believe it won't, it's going to be the worst in the history of a franchise that continues to outdo themselves in the worst way possible. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.